my God. Let's get to it. Like a bird or it came. Like a bird. To my dog, like Petey Smooth, man. You know what I'm saying? Let it let everybody get in this thing like real quick, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like- yo, 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 yo. What it do, man? What it do, man? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get this thing started the way we're supposed to get it started, man. Let me move this mic up a little bit, man. I'm going to get this thing started the way we're supposed to get it started, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's coming in this thing, man. You are now watching the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, episode 25, man. It is late as hell, but you know, it done got to the point where, man, I got so much going on right now and so much is happening in real time that I ain't had time to come in and do a podcast, man. So, you know, I just literally left my son's senior dinner, man. And uh, came straight in here and got the podcast there, man. It seemed like every day I'm trying to do the podcast, I got something to do. And I said, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm making this shit crack today. You know what I'm saying? So salute to that. Salute to that, man. I ain't got no topics. I ain't got no, I'm just like, man, I'm coming here to talk my shit like the shit need to be talked. You understand me? It's so much to talk about, man. You know what I mean? While everybody's getting ready for bed, people might be in the showers. People might be just, you know what I mean? Caking right now, trying to set up their little Thursday night move. You know what I mean? But while you're doing that, I appreciate you spending that time with me. You heard? So shout out to, uh, only one mystical in the building. Shout out to uh, Richard Loveless. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Real Right. You know what I mean? If you notice, y'all on here from YouTube, man. I'm going to tell y'all why it's been a delay in me actually doing the podcast. Um, YouTube been on some bullshit. And you, as you can see, I'm cussing. It, at this point, it don't even matter anymore. Uh, YouTube been on some bullshit um, to where all of my early content, man, I've been posting on YouTube since about 2007, 2008. And uh, when my whole roast situation started to take off, um, a lot of that content was in the guidelines then, but it's not in the guidelines now. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not in the it's not in the guidelines now. So what's happening is all of my earlier content is getting removed from YouTube. Like the AI is just taking my stuff out um, to the point where I'm getting channel strikes. And if you know anything about YouTube, you only get three strikes. Your third strike there, delete your channel. You know what I mean? So, um, 
I, I got two strikes in like the span of a week. And uh, so it basically forced me to delete all my content. You know what I mean? Like, so all my classic roasts, earlier roasts, man, all in views, I had to, I had to delete them. I ain't had no choice. It's either lose the videos or lose, you know, lose the channel. You know what I mean? So in the midst of me getting those channel strikes, they suspended me for two weeks to where I couldn't post on YouTube at all. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it ain't no use to really do the podcast if I can't do it on all the platforms. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody on YouTube watching. Shout out to everybody on Facebook watching. Shout out to everybody on uh, Comedian Larry Stark's page on Facebook. Appreciate everybody, man. Shout out to uh, the people watching from Twitter. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody, you know, watching the thing, man. And um, I mean, it is what it is, man. At, at this point, I'm like, I ain't, I ain't sitting here, uh, I ain't sitting here built off excuses, man. You know what I mean? They, they throw a rock, you know what I mean? I take it on the chin to keep it moving, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Chad said, do I got Patreon? I do not have Patreon. Uh, people was telling me about Patreon. They telling me about Rumble. They telling me about, uh, Twitch, all that kind of stuff, man. And, um, I think, I think Patreon is probably going to be the best setup maybe because I like all my videos that I deleted, right? I never got, they not gone. Like, you know what I mean? I have them, you know what I mean? I got them on a hard drive. The thing is, is like just to keep them, to keep them available to view. I, only way I could do it is really off a of subscription base because anything that's available to the public, it's not going to have the, it's not going to fit in the guidelines. So, you know, it is what it is. So, um, I'm going to try some stuff out, you know what I mean? And see what's happening in the meantime, you know, we're going to do this and I got to figure out really what format of, of content I'm going to put on YouTube now because roast roast was my, that was just what I did. Like I really, the, I got rid in one day. I probably deleted a hundred videos. Like I, I probably deleted 2 million views easy in one day worth of videos. You know what I mean? And, uh, it is what it is, man. It, it kind of, it was just funny to watch because it took me back to that space of, you know, uh, when I was making those videos and I remember where I was at and I just remember, man, listen, <laughs> I was talking reckless anyway, man. So it is what it is. I ain't tripping off the videos. It just, I ain't trying to let them hate on the, you know what I mean? On the whole situation. So, you know, with me not being able to post on YouTube, I, I, I decided not to do the podcast because, you know, it would just be kind of awkward to do it with just Facebook when I'm used to doing it on all the platforms at one time. You know what I mean? So that means the people that watch from YouTube, which is the majority, would be behind. And it kind of don't make sense. So, you know what I mean? Um, Craig Machiavelli said, that's crazy because I've seen naked women on IG today. Hey, listen, they are figuring out how to be freaky. They figuring out ways to be freaky on Instagram. Like they, they doing that easy work, fam. Like, like it takes a certain type of freak to figure out how to be nasty on a social media that has artificial intelligence that is built to catch titties and, and nuts and you know what I mean? Booties like it's built to catch that stuff and they are finding ways to get past it. Like, bro, they got something on Instagram called, what is it? I, I want to say it's like either the blink challenge or the quick challenge, something like that. And what happens is, is somebody will sit there, like say it's a girl, she sit there and um, she'll she'll be showing herself and then in the blink of an eye, just, just like that, it'll be like a flash. It's the pause game is what it's called, pause game. And what happens is, is you know, when you touch the screen, you can pause a reel. So what, what they do is they, they, you know, be promiscuous. And then with that flash, 
it's a nude. Like titties out, coochie, whatever it is, it's 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 in a it's in a second. So the AI can't catch it. But you could pause it and catch exactly what it is that they posted. Like I'm noticing this thing that's popping up. They even getting to the point where they doing um mesh see-through. So they'll wear something that's mesh and see-through, and you can see the whole titty, the whole booty, but it's mesh and see-through, so it's just normal business. You know what I'm saying? Unless somebody hate and report it. This is stuff I'm seeing on a regular basis. Meanwhile, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm roasting, I'm roasting somebody with, with two chins, and they get me out the paint. You know what I'm saying? Like they not playing. Instagram is not playing. I look up the pause challenge. The pause challenge is insane. I'm like, how did y'all find? How did y'all find a loophole in being freaky? Like, how horny are you to where you sit there on hard or 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 if you was a female, you sit there moist, concentrating on ways to get your content out there? <laughs> you smart and horny. You smorny. Ugh, lad. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, I can't do nothing but salute them. They finding ways, man. <laughs> Cloud Life Smiley said, uh, nah, I've been seeing them see through shits like crazy on IG. You know what else happened? If you notice, I'm cussing like right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a shit, motherfucker, bitch. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm I'm doing all of that simply because with those channel strikes, I got an email from YouTube and they told me that my channel is now demonetized. So I'm not making no, no money off of YouTube. I don't have no monetization. And usually you know, um, profanity and things like that to go against the guideline to get you demonetized, like your particular video or get demonetized. Like if you play something copywritten or if you use profanity or bad language or threats or anything like that. So I always usually try to keep it borderline clean. And um, they just told me that my channel altogether is demonetized. Like, you know, I wasn't making no real money off of it anyway. So it wasn't nothing that I was necessarily tripping on, you know, like when they, because of what I did, because me roasting, it just kind of changed. It kind of changed the monetization. Like when I first started doing it and they had the guidelines, I was doing well. But when they put that shit in, it was a wrap. It was over. You know what I mean? Like it was what it was, man. But yeah, Instagram, they finding ways, they finding ways to be uh freaky out there. They definitely out there smorny. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? <laughs> they definitely out there smorny. They smart and horny. At the same time, How, and you know, you know, um, you know, it's <laughs> it's a it's a breastfeeding culture on Instagram, and a lot of people are taking advantage of the breastfeeding by having both titties out. Like they just like let, like I seen a girl legit sit there and breastfeed her kid, put the kid down, and start squeezing milk out her shits, and that shit had a hundred thousand views. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is this is titties. Like, like uh, breastfeeding in public shouldn't be something that's ashamed of. Boop boop, and just pull titties. I say, God damn, you in a you in a Zaxby's, bitch. What the <laughs> like, what is going on? You dig? Man, shit real, man. Shit is real. Though. Like, I I don't know what's going on. I ain't complaining about no ass and titties on Instagram. I ain't gonna be the one to complain about it. But I do notice that you know uh, the internet is attacking creatives. Uh, Facebook doing the same thing. They they implement this monetization to get these ad dollars, but they always try to prevent a way from people figuring out how to get how to maximize their monetization. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like as a as a consumer, you're not doing anything out of your norm to to help somebody monet, you know, earn monetization, right? Besides you just enjoying content. 
And they were like, no, nah, we need to make it more difficult for this to happen because people's figuring out how to make this work in their advantage. And we don't like that because now we start to lose money. You know what I mean? Harold said, uh, he said, how about your stand up clips? Are they getting flagged as well? Nah, stand up's not. But honestly, anything that's stand up related doesn't get a lot of traction unless you do it super consistently. And I don't I don't do enough shows to to sit there and and do crowd work, play play around and do crowd work like most people, because that's what a lot of people post. They don't really post their real jokes. They just post crowd work. And it's just like it's just a good back and forth between them and a crowd member. And um, if if people's doing four shows a week, four to seven shows a week every week for, you know, six months, you got a lot of crowd work that you can just pick from and and use on a daily basis. You can post four videos a day and you staying consistent. That's why you seen Matt Reif take off. And that's why you seen Nate Jackson take off because they doing enough shows to where they can do crowd work and and you know, just get real witty crowd work sessions and people love it. They enjoy it. So, you know, I post stand up and I post crowd work, but I don't do enough. I don't do enough shows that involve lengthy crowd work for me to be posting that often. You know what I'm saying? Like my shows, I be, I be some, some shows I'm the headliner, some shows I'm the host, some shows I'm featuring for a headliner. It don't, you know, I'm in the grind, you know what I mean? So I'd be a fool to turn down a dollar. But if if you on somebody else's show, you don't have a time frame where you can just go, go out there and kick it. You know what I mean? So, you know, anytime I post a comedy, a comedy flyer for a show, you know, that's really for the people who's just who just want to see it. You know, what I mean, it, it ain't I don't expect nothing out of it because it don't get real traction and stand up clips unless you're talking about a specific topic. You won't get much traction out of it unless you post a ton of stand up clips all the time. And the minute you stop. The minute they stop watching, you know what I mean? So, uh, but you know, it's interesting to see the internet, the internet is always a constantly moving goalpost, you know what I'm saying? And that's what people got to realize. Like as a consumer, you don't pay attention to that thing, to them things. But as a, as a content creator, I'm constantly paying attention to what's changing. Like if you look at YouTube now, YouTube has turned into podcast interview clips. That's all it is really. Because now the, the athletes, the retired athletes have found a lane in their experiences being told via podcast. And it's interesting because I watch it too. You know what I mean? So it's like all you see is podcast interviews and this person and that person and this person. And then you'll see somebody doing content about the interview on the podcast. And it's like, you know, that's that's the game now. When I started YouTube, it was create something, <laughs> create something that's yours and that's your own. And that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like I looked at, um, uh, I looked at, um, cash nasty, um, shout out to the homie cash nasty. I looked at cash nasty's, uh, YouTube the other day and I was tripping because, um, I had got a notification that he posted. So I, I you know, I watched the video and I mean, this video ain't been posted not even 10 minutes and bro already got, you know, 8,000 views, you know what I mean? Something, some crazy shit. Right. And I thought about it and I'm like, but the thing is cash money, cash, cash nasty gets a lot of views. He does, a, you know, he does really well on YouTube. I think he got like 4 million subscribers or something like that, but he got to live on YouTube. Like everything has to be content. And the anxiety that, that comes with that, 
with everything having to be on YouTube and everything having to be content. And if your camera ain't got a battery, you felt like you missed a moment and all of that type of shit. That's torture. If you ask me, I like, I like making content, but I don't want it to, I don't want it to be something that challenges me to not live normally. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm watching cash cash went from 2k to chicken cooking challenges. You know what I'm saying? Anything to keep his, his fan base engaged because that's what your livelihood is based off of. You know what I mean? So I feel like I kind of, I kind of get off easy on the sense that I do live entertainment and not just this set thing. You know what I mean? I get to do variations of, you know what I mean? Action. So, um, but, um, <laughs> I, I, I realized a lot of, I realized a lot of things like, so with me being on YouTube, I'm being, with me being on YouTube so long, <laughs> got my dog finest in the building, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, with me being on YouTube so long, man, what I realized is, like I said, shout out to Cash Nasty. Cash Nasty through a lot. Because I didn't even know Cash Nasty, but somebody, like he used to go live and somebody shared my content with him. And I mean, just in real time, he's like, who is this dude? Like somebody find me this dude's information and he goes and follows me and tells everybody to follow me. And I think, with the Cash Nasty lob, I got 10,000 subscribers in a week. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. They're like, Cash sent me, Cash sent me. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what? You know what I mean? And he threw a lob. So people started seeing my content and my page started growing. Next thing you know, other reaction people started, you know, uh, doing reactions off my off my videos. I didn't know. I'm like flattered. Like, oh, man, y'all using my content and reacting to it. And, you know, that's dope. But in my head, I'm just now learning the game. I'm not realizing Oh, you monetizing off my work. Like, cause you watching my video and people's laughing off of my work and you just reacting to it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, you made cash off my action. Now I'm not sitting here saying like, oh no, you owe me some money. You owe, duh, 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 duh. but it's like, nah, for the gesture of you making cash off my work, we should be able to, you know, come, come meet another minds, meet in the middle and make something happen on a consistent basis. Especially if you got a following as big as you do, like, I ain't even talking about cash in particular. I'm talking about like cash nasty, uh, flight reacts, uh, Oprah side nigga, um, Nim raps. Um, it's a ton of people that had huge channels that was taking my content and making separate videos reacting to what I made. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I was, uh, Brandon white. What up though? And I mean, I was seeing it, but I think, I think back now kind of knowing the game and I'm like, you know, um, like Cash Nasty's different. Like I actually met Cash in person. We seen each other in person. We rapped for a little minute, all that. It was all love. But everybody else, uh, uh, Flight Reacts and the other cats, it's like they used my content a few times and never said nothing else, never did nothing. And I'm like, for for like I felt like you used me at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you just basically used me to get past your creative point, your creative block until you thought of something else to do. So I was just, you know what I mean? Like here I am thinking you showing love but you was just using me to get content out because if you was really rocking with me, you know what I mean? We would, we would have collabed further than that. You know what I mean? Cause the way that I grind, I would have pulled up, I would have pulled up, you know what I mean? Wherever and made whatever happen. You know what I mean? But that's just learning. That's just learning the game. You know what I mean? That's just learning the game. Like I, I noticed that I was like, Oh, they using my content. They reacting to my content. Like if you type in uh Starks TV roast reaction, it's like tons of videos. Like I'm talking hundreds, maybe thousands at this point of videos 
of people reacting to my stuff like old work. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy to see, but you know, that's just something that crossed my mind as I was deleting videos. I was like, damn, these niggas didn't even really fuck with me like that for real. I thought these niggas fuck with me, but they ain't even fuck with me for real. They just was making content. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because what 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 can happen is if you got a following that's strong enough, right? What can happen is that parlays into what I really do, which is stand up. You know what I mean? And now it's a win-win situation. You know what I mean? You got what you need. I get what I need. You know what I mean? It's a win. But yeah. Uh anyway, uh <laughs> so in the two weeks, in the two weeks, I ain't been able to do what I do because you know they hated on the channel, man, the YouTube channel and shit. Um, you know, man, listen, it's been a lot that happened. You know what I mean? And I got to say, God damn, man. I just got to say, God damn. You know what I mean? Slime Bucci in the building. What up, though? So <laughs> I made this video, man. I'm going to play some audio from it. I ain't going to play the video. That takes too much work. Uh, I ain't going to play. I ain't going to actually play the actual video, but I'm going to play some audio from that joint so you can hear it, man. Um, And shout out to Finest, man. Finest, um, Finest is the one who hit me to my to my equipment, man. You know what I mean? My my uh, I can't pick it up right now. Shit, I don't think. Yeah, he my podcast equipment, man. My my action that that you know what I mean gets me all my all my joints going. You know, got me sounding the way I do. Uh, but I made this video. <laughs> now we've all seen and read about Dwight Howard being accused of. And I'm gonna stop it. Wait a minute. Let me make sure that my audio is perfect. Oh, that's right. I ain't got my Bluetooth phone. That's why. Okay, let me start that over. So by now we've all seen and so so basically, I made a video about Dwight Howard, right? Because you know everybody's talking about Dwight Howard right now, and they got this whole you know they got this whole setup and scenario going on about you know uh, Dwight Howard having a sexual assault charge uh, against uh, he's being accused of sexual assault against a man. You know, so I made a video, but I made a video in the mind frame of what people ain't, you know, what people don't think. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rent Clay, what up, though? Lextown in the building. So check this out. We've all seen and read about Dwight Howard being accused of sexual assault on a man. And uh, the Internet got a hold of it. The Internet's going crazy. The jokes is flying. Me being a comedian, I love the jokes. Calling that man a 6'11 power bottom is insane. <laughs> hilarious but at the same time as a man i have to admit i strongly dislike when gay men try to out other men not that i have boom nothing. boom let me stop it right there so when i made this video it was kind of a, a reverse it was a kind of a reverse thing like i'm kind of siding with dwight in the sense of not that i even care that if if he's gay or not that's whatever you know what i'm saying but i i feel like I felt like it was one of those situations where, you know, gay people be trying to, you know, out other gay people. And I'm like, that's like an oxymoron, because as a gay man, didn't you have a point where you was in the closet with your truth and nobody really knew, but you went through your process and you let the world know on your time. So what happens in your life as a gay man to where you feel like you could weaponize another person's truth unless you get financial gain from it? So that's what I was seeing. You know what I mean? So I'm over. I make this video is well thought out. You know what I mean? It's it, you know, it's doing little numbers on the Internet and all that. So I'm feeling like I'm feeling like, you know, in defense of in defense of Dwight. 
the white needs due process. I'm like, bro, I'm not believing none of this. I'm not going to believe no blog. The same blog that's talking about Blueface and Krishan Rock. You know what I'm saying? They talk about the dumbest stuff. I'm not going to believe what they talk about when they say Dwight Howard admits to this in a text message. And it's like, bro, it's like, it is 2023. You can get an app and create a fake text message thread. You can get two phones and put, do some Photoshop and make it work. You can do anything to make a conversation look like it exists. But some people have thought processes already built in their head to where they like, I don't care about none of that. I believe this and this is what it is and blah, blah, blah. I never cared any, either way. I just felt like, you know, get a man his due process, you know, and if he's, if he's gay, let him say it on video. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's 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 what it is for me. I'm like, bro, you ain't even got to go through all the extra to where you ain't got to go through all the extra to where it's like people just automatically believe in what they read off a blog. But the same blog put, the, you know, the blog is just using going for clicks. That's all they doing. The blog don't really care about nobody's feelings. They don't care about they don't care about the collateral damage that could happen from this. Like for me, I felt like I'm like, yo, whoever the gay dude was that was accusing the white of this. I'm like. For whatever reason, you can see the writing on the wall. You can see the writing on the wall. Like, you already know that bro was probably like, I'm great to, I'm great to extort you. You need to pay me some money or I'm going to put your business out on the street. And Dwight Howard was like, I'm not paying you no money. You know what I mean? Like, so he put his business out in the street and then here we are. You know what I mean? Because didn't think about the collateral damage. That's what I was talking about in the video. Like, basically the collateral damage. Because you got to understand, Dwight Howard got kids. And these kids, these kids are, hey, man, the dude, <laughs> finally said, kitty, look, so, <laughs> so the, 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 uh, they put the transvestite, the transsexual person on this, on, you know, on the blog showing that that's who Dwight Howard supposedly was supposed to be messing with. And it made me laugh because I ain't gonna lie to you. I know like five chicks just built just like <laughs> I know five chicks that got hair and shoulders just like that. I'm like, that must be a Timu kit, you know? <laughs> that must be a kit. I've seen that before. What are you talking about, man? For real, man. But the thing is, right, the collateral damage is what you got to examine because he got kids. Now, these kids are of age to where they have social media. They probably go to private school. And now you got to realize that, oh, this could like if they can see this on the blogs, right? If they could if they can see this on the blogs, then that means that they school classmates can see this on the blogs, too. So now this one gay man being messy has caused all of this collateral damage because the kids might be bullied. They might be depressed. The kids ain't going to never forget this. As long as they live, they always going to remember the time that some 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 gay dude with pierced nipples and a Halle Berry collarbone try to expose their father. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't gonna never forget this. And that just shows that cuz don't have emotional maturity. The gay dude, he's not emotionally mature because no matter what happened between him and Dwight Howard, you gotta have enough emotional maturity to handle it in the sense of like, if you're going to take it the legal route, take it the legal route, but you exposed them. And that's what you was trying. That's what you was trying to do because you was angry. Like, bro, <laughs> you was angry, bro. You are not Keisha Cole. Calm down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you got to think, bro, the collateral damage even goes to his father. You know what I'm saying? It's like the collateral damage goes to his father. Like, bro, you already gay. So, you know, your father's supporting you. He's he's you know what I mean? But you got to re you got to realize that 
<laughs> your, your daddy can't go to work and talk sports no more for the rest of his life. He can't go to work and talk sports because, <laughs> because he got to deal with the fact that his son, he got to deal with the fact that his son is a side chick to an NBA player. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Your, your son out here getting his back blown out by a Pittsburgh Steeler. Like, you know what I mean? He can't talk about the Super Bowl. He can't talk about the halftime show. He can't talk about nothing because of this collateral damage that's going on, man. So I felt like, you know what I mean? I just felt like we've all came, we've all came across scenarios, even in Lexington, to where gay people have tried to expose straight people. Now, I've never had a dog in a fight. And at times I've been leery of even speaking on it because that would make it seem like you in support of one party or another. I'm just for right and wrong, but it's like, they'll try to like gaslight you into thinking that you, Oh, you must be gay. Cause you supporting gay or you, you must be, you must be. girl, shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> shut the fuck up with that kitty wig. Like, you know what I mean? But this is the thing. It's like as, as a, as a gay person trying to expose somebody and let the world know that they gay too, or whatever it is, what is your gain from that? Cause after that, you still who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what I was trying to pick up. So I'm just in a, in a hole, in a nutshell, not whole, Paul, wrong word. <laughs> you gotta watch his tone on this topic. Got uh, it's like, I'm just defending the white. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, I can't, like, even if he is gay, let's just say he's like, I'm gay and I've been gay and I'm out of the closet and won't de womp. It's like, bro, that it doesn't take away from your legend. You're still a legend. You're still going to go in the Hall of Fame. They can't take away none of your records, defensive MVPs, none of that. Right. So. So. So I'm like, yeah, you know, what I mean, I ain't I ain't I ain't buying none of that unless I heard the White Howard say something himself. That's the problem with y'all people. Y'all worried about and this nigga come out with this goddamn video. And I'm like, damn it. That's the problem with y'all people. Y'all worried about who people spend their time with. Whatever I'm doing in my bedroom is my damn business. Whatever you doing in your bedroom is your damn business. That ain't for everybody. And everybody don't need to know. You ain't got to say anything about what you're doing in your fucking house. It's your house. So look, that's that's true. Everything he's saying is bars, right? And still at that point, it's like he doesn't have to tell anybody anything. He's right. He doesn't have to say nothing. I, I know people want to know. And as a celebrity and the Internet and social media, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. It don't matter if he said, I'm not gay. People would be like, yeah, right. You gay in a motherfucker. Like they would have, it doesn't matter what he said. People's going to already have a predisposed idea in their head of what they think of him. So I feel him. It ain't no use to explain none of that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still in this call. I'm like, yeah, Dwight, you know what I mean? Stand up for you. You know what I mean? You don't owe me nothing, man. So he keep going. You ain't got to explain that to nobody, no matter what they say. They can say anything. Who gives two shits? Y'all too damn nosy worried about what I'm doing in my bed. Hell, the people who know what's going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed. Right there, I was like, hold on, fam. Okay, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm still with you, but hold on, fam. Now now it's a side eye, like, you know, I'm, you know I'm taking up for you, right? Like, what we doing? You know what I mean? So he keep going. And what the hell I do in it? That ain't for everybody on the internet. 
ain't that ain't for no blogs. That ain't for no websites. I don't got to tell nobody where I put my wood at since y'all want to get to it. Hold on. What you you mean? Where you you put your wood at? Because you ain't said coochie yet. You ain't said nothing. You ain't said nothing near vagina yet. So now I'm like, hold on, fam. That ain't nobody business where I put my shit at. Y'all just weird. If you want to know what people doing in their bedroom or who they messing with and sleeping with, you are weird. You're the weird one. Oh, shoot. Y'all heard about that? Dwight, they said Dwight was in a oh, text message on a guy. Nigga, who cares? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I am taking up for you. What the fuck you mean? Who cares, nigga? You <laughs> Hey, bro, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Wait a fucking minute, bro. Wait, man. Let me run it back. Oh, shoot. Y'all heard about that? Dwight. They said Dwight was in a oh, text message on a guy. Nigga, who cares? Son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I said, God damn it, man. Who cares who I was text messaging? You just mad because I want text messaging. Yo, spend my time. Yo, 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 man. Yo, man. I'll be goddamn. Son of a bitch. Hey, yo, man, fuck, son of a bitch, man. I had your back, Dwight. I, I fucks with you. I don't, I don't fucks with you no less, my boy. I fucks with you. But you, you didn't say, hey, nigga, I'm not gay. You didn't say it. You said, yeah, he's texting the nigga, nigga, so what? So what? Nigga. Anything over four text messages to somebody who ain't your family member that is a male and is not dealing with business is gay, nigga. <laughs> hey, bro. After four text messages, call me, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, nigga, after four text messages, we in a relationship, nigga. What is going on? What? Come on, Dwight, man. Come on. I defended Dwight. I defended Dwight, man. I even... Get... Cause I'm like, man, listen, the the women was fronting on the men, and I ain't like that, dog. I didn't like how the women was fronting on Dwight, man. You know what I'm saying? He been gay, he been sassy. I'm like, bro, I I don't look for that in men, so I couldn't tell you that. I don't look for a nigga to be sassy, like how? Oh, I, he dribbles with a limp wrist. Like, how, what am I looking for, fam? I I don't what. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm watching these women tear them down and I'm like, nah, that's not right. Y'all not giving dudes benefit of the doubt. 
You know what I mean? Like, I understand independent woman, women power, but y'all ain't got to tear us down to big yourself up. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I absorbed it as. So I'm defending Dwight. I'm like, y'all ladies be acting like y'all got a problem with Dwight being probably allegedly bisexual. Meanwhile, we know who you got a baby by. You know what I'm saying? We know who you got a baby by. And, you know, how how you how you didn't have no standards there, but with this millionaire bisexual dude, you got standards. Hmm. Make it make sense. If Dwight Howard was like, come with me in this hotel room, girl, you going in the hotel room. Stop playing. Stop playing. You, you, <laughs> Lil Zane, you, you went to the hotel with Lil Zane and you ain't going with Dwight Howard. Stop it. So check it. So check it. I even made the comparison. I said, ladies. What you got to realize is 99.9% of the men that's listening to this right now or watching this right now, if young M.A. was like, hey, yo, son, what's up, B? You trying to come to the hotel room? 99.9% of them niggas is going to go to that goddamn hotel room and blow young M.A.'s motherfucking back out. You understand me? They <laughs> Pull down them goddamn Nietzsche jeans, bitch. We are getting busy. Fuck you mean. Nigga, <laughs> 99.9% of all niggas watching this would help young M.A. take her dicky suit off. You got me fucked up. Like, nigga. <laughs> you got me fucked up, nigga. 99.9% niggas is going to help young M.A. They going to take young M.A.'s Pele Pele jacket and hang it up for you. Got, you got, like, fucked up, <laughs> Hey, young and May, she gonna be at the, she gonna come to the door in some cleats, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on, man. Listen, because nigga, I don't give a fuck how stud young and May is. We saw the picture of young and May when she was a girl and she was a pretty fucking woman. So we still know what she looked like as a woman. And that coochie is still coochie and goddamn. <laughs> I don't care what kind of tape of fade you gave that motherfucker down there. Nigga, 99.9% of these niggas out here will blow young M.A.'s motherfucking back out. Bitch, you can keep them motherfucking slide outs in your mouth. You can keep them grills in. It's all good. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) So, so look. So, uh, Kurt McAvelli said, uh, you didn't see the video of him grabbing, grabbing dudes nuts on the bench. So check it. I did see it. Right. Was it, was it hella suspect? Of course. Right. But I don't think that was nothing that was in the gesture of him trying to come on to that man. Let me get it. Let me cop a feel. What you got to realize is, is a lot of them NBA, like pro niggas, like that shit is. I guess they said so secure in their masculinity that that shit is funny to them. Not touching nuts, of course, but I mean, just shit that's out of the ordinary between men. Like they used to say Shaq would come in, come out the shower and helicopter in front of everybody. And everybody would bust out laughing like Shaq's a trip. Like that was a normal thing. You can look it up. Does this motherfuckers walk around? Oh, Shaq's gay. No, he was just doing some fucking, just some male dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So when when you see all of that, it's like people just, you know, <laughs> you really got to watch what you say, like around these topics. I was going to say people just taking an inch and giving them out. Relax. Pause. 
But I'm just saying, it's like that type of like when they was hazing Anthony Davis and pulling his pants down and had his ass out with the towel and all that type of shit. Like, bruh, like that's no that's hazing. That's that's hazing shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's weird activity out there. Don't get it twisted. But I think people was like just that's just they just needed that much to already have their predisposed idea that they had about Dwight Howard. My thing is, gay or not, bisexual or not, if you at the park, are you putting Dwight Howard's bisexual ass on your team? Just let me know. Is bis- is, is, does him being gay affect him getting picked up on your team? Are you signing Dwight Howard or not? Because I show the fuck am. Defensive player of the year <laughs> in the most competitive league in the world? Of course. All I'm saying is motherfuckers be out here fronting for social media in the sense of women are acting like just because he came out of the, you know, he's doing whatever it is that he do that they still wouldn't get took back to the hotel room. You a motherfucking lie. Finest. Finest. Y'all don't know, man. Finest is a legend. First of all, Finest has been around the most industry people that, that, that exist in the game, in the history of entertainment. He's been in all of those parties, all of the, I bet your finest got stories, you know what I'm saying, that that he's going to take to the grave that he can't tell. Not not in the vein of, you know, dudes or nothing like that, but just how how women are in the, you know, when it comes to people in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we talking about, we talking about Dwight Howard being bisexual and nobody called Prince gay. Not, not one person called Prince gay and he wore jeans with the ass out. I'm not even calling Prince gay. Prince had hoes. <laughs> Prince had hoes, bro. Prince Prince was wearing <laughs> Prince was wearing fucking curtains on his on his collarbone, nigga. Like what? Do, he had ruffles on his on his wrist. What are we talking about? And nobody called that nigga gay because you knew what? If you call Prince gay, Prince Prince would probably laugh because he he man, come on man, your mama let Prince put him in the pre- put it in a pretzel, nigga. What are you talking about, nigga? It's, it's, it's just a predisposed opinion, man. Like, I don't understand why people's trying to tear the man down. If you notice, the gay people are like, the, the gay people that's accusing, they still putting out posts. I wasn't going to speak on this, but, and I don't know why I'm, because, you know, they put it in a font that's kind of, you know, <laughs> they kind of use the bisexual font on Instagram. <laughs> they use the bisexual font, you know what I mean? So it looked like you got to read it with your hands, you know what I'm saying? First of all, I wouldn't even agree to talk like this and I wasn't going to say nothing because I signed the NDA, but I'm going to violate the NDA because some, some, something, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, I just felt like the font they used was a bisexual one. So, you know, <laughs> but it just goes to say, it just goes to say, bro, like people, people see a little bit and build it into a lot. When it's not really what's there. Did you see the White House on the bench putting his hand down? Like, bro, motherfuckers play games like that. Now, is it weird or wild? Yes. Niggas, niggas in high school hit each other in the nuts all the time. Niggas grab each other's nuts. That's a game. That's a, you know what I'm saying? These niggas is around each other every day. Now, I'm not co-signing it or saying that it's okay, but it exists. And it's not nothing that's considered gay. It's just what happens. Like I said, Shaq would come out the shower and helicopter his meat in front of a locker room full of men. He's not gay. 
That's just the games that they play. I don't agree with it. I wouldn't have wanted to play the game, but it is it's real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jack says, so would you play? I just said I would not play games like that. But you got to recognize it for what it is. You can't be so, you can't be so pro you that you anti everything else. You got to open your mind up. You understand what I'm saying? You so, you so high, mighty, and macho that you can't absorb a different idea. Bruh, different ideas exist. You got to understand. Somebody said the realest shit. Somebody said the realest shit on one of them, you know, them random ass. When you scrolling through the reels, you see the most random shit in the world. Somebody said, everybody thinks, everybody thinks that what's going on in their world is going on in everybody's world. And what they don't realize is everybody's world is a completely different world and they're not really even paying attention or worrying about you. So it's like what you got to realize is whatever happens in the sports world is a world that we know nothing about. Whatever happens in the entertainment rap world is a world we know nothing about. Hell, I got stories about comedy shit that I'll take to the grave with me. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers that I know that I, man, what? Shit that I'd I never talk, nigga. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling y'all, my nigga Finance, my nigga Finance has engineered and recorded some of the most, I mean, classic records in the history of rap. Like, he's been the nigga that said, I go. And what I'm saying is, with that being around, it's motherfuckers in that room that did some shit that he got to take to the grave with him. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was tripping on women because I'm like, y'all acting like this is such a, 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 a blown out of, it's such a blown out thing that you can't understand the digestion. It's like, you the same motherfucker that's going to go in that hotel room if ain't nobody watching. Stop playing. That's why I told niggas like 99.9% of these niggas in here would kiss young M.A. on the ankle. You <laughs> Hey, man, 99.9% would fold this bitch's goddamn ethical boxers, nigga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Women are always ready to say a guy's gay. That's like, that was my point of defending Dwight. It's like, y'all always ready to say, like, that's always a defense. Like, y'all don't realize as black men, we are, we are always under attack, right? When we get into some shit, we always get attacked one of three ways. They want to attack our character. They want to attack our pockets or they want to attack our manhood every single time. We either want to make him not be liked, not be rich or not be uh, straight every single time because you know that the backlash is going to come from one of those three. That's what happens. It's real. <laughs> They'd be with a man for 12 years and they break up. Now he's gay, man. Like that, just just you can find another way to get your friends to you know be in your favor. Like you ain't got to call them in. You know what I mean? Like they always try to man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That was my whole point of being in defense spend of my time with of goddamn Dwight Howard. Spend my time with, and then this thing gonna say this shit. That's I'm with and sleeping with. You are weird. You're the weird one. Oh shoot! Y'all heard about that, Dwight? They said Dwight was in a oh, text message on a guy. Nigga, who cares? Bitch, I do. God damn it, because I was defending you. Bill Cosby, chin, half an ass nigga. Come on, man. God damn it. <laughs> 
nigga, who cares? Nigga. Do you really think that you could walk into a locker room after this, man? Nigga. You think that your, bruh, if you miss a dunk, somebody gonna call you gay on the bench. Like, this gay ass nigga. <laughs> if you, if you get dunked, hey, bro, come on, man. Dunked on everybody, man. Come on, man. Damn it. <sighs> Damn it, man. Man. <laughs> Hey man, it it really unlocked a lot. It really unlocked a lot in the world because now you got to realize that niggas don't really like women and men don't really think how can I word this? They don't think on a surface level. What I mean by that is I think drama gains more traction than truth. Because it's a more interesting topic to talk about. So people will opt for that. The blogs are what they are. They don't care if they write. They just care about being first. That's why I don't ever respect most of the stuff they put out. If, if, you, if you was famous, I'm telling you now, if you was famous, and God forbid you passed away, and a pit you on the road with a sheet covered on you, and a sheet was bloody, you best believe they're going to have it on that blog. You best believe, they don't care nothing about your family if your family knows or they've been informed. They're going to have you in laying in that street with that cover over you on that blog. They don't care nothing about you, bro. They care about them clicks and they care about that algorithm. So for me, I can't absorb that as truth until I see the truth. Now, Dwight saying, who cares? Nigga, that's the truth. <laughs> Nigga, that's the truth. And I don't care, but I'm just saying, by the way you went about not speaking on it, I felt like you was defending yourself. Instead, <laughs> somebody somebody in the comments of one of them blogs said <laughs> that nigga's about to be the most unguardable nigga in the NBA. <laughs> Yo. Oh my gosh, man. That's wild, man. That's wild. All I'm saying is I'm not one of them type. I'm not one of them type that's going to sit there and try to and try to just form opinions that's not in people's best interest. Because it benefits me none. Like, what? A, who cares about the video of him sitting down and touching something? Like, what does that benefit you? Does it benefit your pockets? Does it benefit your day? Does it, what does it do? And you know it's a negative thing. So when you bring it up, you're you're pointing towards being negative. And that's what I question. It's like, why? Why, why are you trying to be negative? Like, who, what's, it, what's your goal? What does it solve? What does it fix? If it fixes nothing, then why are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Shout out to that boy. Shout out to that boy, Dwight Howard, man. <laughs> Living your truth, my boy. Living your truth, my boy. I still think you're one of the coldest, coldest ball players, top 75, you know what I mean, to, to, uh, to ever grace the floor, man. So... Shout out to Dwight Howard. 
And uh, the one thing that the dude that's accusing him got to realize is forever in your career, everything you do is going to have an asterisk next to it because you forever going to be associated with the dude that tried to out Dwight Howard. And once Dwight Howard's out and people know that he's gay, that wears off pretty quickly. You understand what I'm saying? How many times? You know it wears off quick because uh, uh, Will Smith's son said he's gay about 15 times. (laughs) He had to keep renewing it like a driver's license. (laughs) Just let y'all know I'm I'm still gay, guys. All right? I just want to put that out there if you didn't receive it last time. (laughs) Jaden Smith done told us he's gay 42 times, boy. <laughs> just renewing my gay gay <laughs> my gay admission. I'm just renewing it. <laughs> hey man, it is what it is, bro. You know what I mean? More more power to them, man. More power to Dwight. And you know, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, Johnny Williams has said nobody care. We it's like for real, dog. It's like so what, bro? It'd get weird if he's like, you know, like holding hands with somebody at a game or something. It'd get weird then, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you average 30, you average 38 points, bro. What are, you, what are you doing holding hands, man? Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It'd get weird then. But, you know, other than that, nah, I ain't, I ain't tripping, bro. I ain't tripping. So, you know, shout out to him, man. You know what I mean? Um, Let's get to it. In other news, man, you know what I'm saying? In other news, you are... Um, I, I've, I've been, I've been busy, right? Um, I've been doing shows, um, I've been doing shows, uh, this, this week, uh, actually tomorrow I'm hosting, um, it's an all black affair, man. So I'm hosting that thing. I'm gonna be on the mic, uh, doing that. And then, uh, the following day. Saturday, I'll be in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, um, doing a comedy show somewhere in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I ain't never been in Scranton before, so it'd be my first time there. You know what I mean? So that's why I'll be this week. But last week, uh, last week was an interesting week for me, man. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could have shared it with you like then, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, of course, I was blocked, so I wasn't really able to. But um, last week, um, I did a show in... I think I put 850 miles on my car in three days. Yeah, eight 850 miles on my car in three days. Uh, I drove to um, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I did a show at the Stardome. I headlined at the Stardome, man, 390 people. It was fire. Like, I ain't never been to the Stardome before, so that was my first time in there, man. 390 people, man. It was a dope show. Uh, shout out to my boy, Benny Mack. Um and then the next day, I woke up the next morning, drove back to Kentucky, did a show with my dog Goo, you know what I'm saying, in Georgetown, uh, did, a, did a show with my dog Goo, and then went home, went to sleep. <clears throat> and the very next day, uh, drove to uh, Muncie, Indiana. That's, that's four hours away from Lexington, Kentucky. Drove to Muncie, Indiana, man, to Ball State University, man, um, you know, my, my son, my son is, uh, actively being recruited, you know, about colleges and stuff. And, um, so, you know, this is that recruitment season where you take, you know, you get invites to games and you take trips and, you know, they, they court you basically. So, um, you know, that Saturday, um, something great happened. We've been 
kind of mulling over the decision of what to do. You know, my son's a senior in high school, so, you know, we're trying to figure out his future, uh, you know, academically and athletically uh, beyond high school into college. And Ball State offered him a full-ride scholarship. Um, a lot of other schools was interested, like a lot of schools was interested. Um, I'm talking Cincinnati, EKU, Louisville, um, uh, SEMO, Southeast Missouri. Um, Notre Dame was interested. Um, West Virginia, um, Georgia State, um, a couple other schools I can't remember, but they were just interested. That's just interest. Like, you know, we taking a look, we checking your transcripts, we checking your game film. But uh, um, Ball State shot the offer. Like they seen him in a camp and they seen how he got busy and they shot the offer immediately. But we didn't we didn't jump on it immediately. We still trying to, you know, see the market for what it is. Um, after seeing the market, you know, we kind of came to a decision. And um, this past Saturday, man, my son committed to Ball State, man, uh, to, you know, further his education and his and his, uh, you know, football career, man. So, you know. I got I gotta give a shout out to my to my little uh my little shooter, man. You know what I'm saying? You know. Shout out, shout out to that young, shout out to that young boy Layton Starks, man. You know what I'm saying? My little shooter going D1. You understand? You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my boy, man, committing to Ball State University, man. My little my little shooter going D1. Not to mention, man, on top of that, man, my oldest son, man, Amari. He ended up the same, the, I mean, literally minutes after we committed to Ball State, walking to the car, he FaceTimed me. And he FaceTimed me with a crown on because it was homecoming. Said he won homecoming king at his college. He's, he's in college. He's he's a junior in college. He won homecoming king in college. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'm all over the place. I'm like, yo. I said, man, life is life in out here right now, man. So shout out to my boys, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boys for making it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? And and my young boy going D1 out here, man. So, you know, it's a be it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. I've been out here black fathering. You understand? I've been black fathering. So I've been having to handle mine. I've been wanting to get on and, you know, talk my talk with y'all. But it's the one thing I gotta tell you. So with with YouTube acting the way it is, I'm not tripping off the monetization part. I'm telling y'all, I ain't been making no money off YouTube for a long time. I ain't made no real money off YouTube in a long time. I'm not one of these people that's going to cap and front and act like, oh, we up. we done. I do this because I love it. You understand me? I do this because I, I enjoy, you know, going back and forth with y'all and, you know what I mean, doing what we do. So what I'm telling y'all is two things. Two things. Comedian Larry Starks on Facebook. You need to you need to like that page because that's where a lot of the content's going to post when YouTube ain't going to let me post it. So Comedian Larry Starks on Facebook, you know, what I mean, that's the page. And if you like engaging with people from all over, that's the page that goes all over. You know what I'm saying? Two hundred, two hundred and nineteen, two hundred and it's two hundred something thousand. Let me check real quick. Just on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 212,000. My bad. Excuse me. 212,000. I know it's backwards, but you get the drift. And my, um, and my Instagram two twenty thousand. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Um, comedian Larry Starks, make sure, you know, I mean, and then on YouTube, man, even if, even if you ain't got time, to just like the video. 
You know, it just helps. It just helps. You know what I mean? You can hit the notification notification bell on my page. So anytime I post something, you get the notification. Just go like the video. You ain't even got to watch it right away because I know niggas be busy. Niggas be doing stuff. You know what I mean? The videos be popping on randomly. I don't I'm not allowed to have a schedule like I caught myself trying to be the typical YouTuber and I'm going to release on a schedule and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's like, I'm a father before I'm all of that. So being a father, it causes them things. Like I just went to the senior dinner and it's like, what about that this week? Because, you know, my son be so locked in on football. He don't be telling me about none of the stuff that I need to know about for real. So, you know, um, just stick with me, you know? I, I I went out the way to, to, you know, make the podcast happen tonight. I ain't have much to talk about. I knew I wanted to talk about Dwight Howard for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to talk about Dwight Howard for sure. Appreciate everybody showing love and all that. And um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, he said, man, raise my kids for me. All they know is Fortnite, uh, TikTok and Roblox. Hey, listen, though, that's where the money might be at, though. They might they might find, you know what I mean? They might find the the, the lane right there where the cash is at. And that roadblocks and TikTok, you never know. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I appreciate everybody showing love, man. I just had to, you know, put something out for the algorithm, man. And being that I'm able to go live on uh, YouTube again and actually be able to post again, you know what I mean? It's, it's a beautiful thing. So I had to, you know, come and parlay and kick it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Had to come kick it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to that. Um, What else I got going? So, yeah, I'm in Scranton, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? New merch on the website. You know what I mean? Uh, the Freddy Krueger hoodies is, uh, I haven't put them on the site yet, but they're available to drop. You know what I mean? The Freddy Krueger. Um, the worst nightmare is the dreams you you uh, you don't have. You know what I mean? So, I got them available. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck with me. And uh, all that good shit, man. So, you know, shout out to everybody listening, man. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to Facebook. You know what I mean? Shout out to Twitter. You know what I mean? Shout out to your auntie because she's fine and she thick too. You know what I mean? So <laughs> this is episode 25 of the motherfucking Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. You know, where we talk about titties and their effect on the economy. And you know, the best thing we like to do is we like to say, we. So check like You already know what I say every time. You already know what I say. Like people don't respect what you do. And to people that they respect, respect what you do. You know what I'm saying? So, I appreciate the love. Shout out to my sons out here getting busy in this real world. You know what I'm saying? Making a name for themselves. And uh, shout out to y'all for rocking with me in spite of, you know what I mean, these platforms hating on what it is that I do. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to stop. I just find another way to do it. You heard? So, with that said... I'll catch y'all next time, man. It's the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast. Like, Wee! Like a